everyone, I'm Ari here with Rachel and we're your hosts for the Mirror Writer podcast. This week we're on episode 195 and since it's the second to last episode of the year, we are going to do something a little different. So today we're asking what are some differences between American English and British English? Before we dive into the topic, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, whatever you're listening, if you haven't already. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with friends and feel free to write a review. Okay, I do want to add a disclaimer before we begin. The UK is made up of four countries. So there are bound to be differences just between them. And obviously, with the US being so vast and having so many states, we do understand that, you know, in different states and counties, things are not all the same. There are different regions with different dialects, and sometimes they have specific terms that only exist in those places. So these are just things that Rachel and I have noticed from our own experiences in the areas we live, have lived or traveled to or through. Just because I have seen where people have mentioned differences between America and, and like Britain. And there's always been some person in the comments going, it's not like that. And it's like, again, there are differences. So we just, we're just trying to throw in a bit of a, a, a caveat of like, it's okay. This is just our personal experiences and, uh, and whatnot. Now, in case you are completely new to the channel and are not great with accents, Rachel is American and I'm English. Hence why we decided to do this episode. And if you did not pick that up from our accents, wow, really? <laughs> I need to add is that I actually didn't realize that the UK was made of four different countries. I probably did at one point, but when you just said it, I'm like, oh. Also, quick other disclaimer that if you hear any animals in the background, they're all being butts today. So Chip says hello, everybody. It's so strange. I never really thought that there are there are people who probably don't realize that it's four countries. It's, that's why it's called United Kingdom. And the United Kingdom is made up of England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. It's a bit weird because obviously you've got the United Kingdom, then you've got Great Britain, which I believe is the three, which is England, Scotland and Wales on the one island. So that's why it's Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So you've got tack on. It's just weird. We're a weird place in the UK. So yeah, yes, it is. It's four four different countries that don't always get on. <laughs> so united. I mean, we're we're weird too. Uh, yeah, we're united as well. So I'm gonna start us off with my favorite one is how people pronounce the letter Z. I always say Z. I think that's a United States thing. We say Z, but the UK and Ari says Z. And I'm pretty sure everywhere else says Z as well. I always thought it was a British thing. And then I think I I don't know. I read an article or saw something somewhere that basically said that the United States is the only ones. We're the only ones that pronounce the letter Z as Z and not Z. Yeah. It's a weird one because I never really thought about it. And yeah, I will say the movie World War Z, I, I, I call it World War Z. I think it's because obviously it's an American movie and that's how it was portrayed to us. It's like, oh, World War Z. It wouldn't be World War Z. It doesn't sound right. No, and it doesn't sound no, it right. Doesn't, doesn't. Z, it doesn't sound right at all. It's it's Z. There's no D in the letter Z. I mean, technically there's no E either. I don't really know the rhyme or reason to how we pronounce letters, but just saying. But it's like, I might be wrong with this, but I'm sure I've heard Americans say zebra, zebra, and we say zebra, zebra. So it's no. like, <laughs> which part is no? That you guys pronounce it zebra or that you don't pronounce it zebra? You know, actually, I was saying no to the whole zebra thing, but considering the fact that there's only one E and not two, I guess zebra would make more sense than zebra. It's like zebra, debra. Do you call them debra? That's fair. That's a really good point. But also the English language makes no sense. 
No, not point to you. We're not keeping score unless it's in my favor. Oh, I agree that the English language is ridiculous. It's shocking that it became one of the global languages. It's it's awful. Awful is English. It really is. So yeah, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> That's like the only thing we'll agree on for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on to the other one, which is we have extra letters. Um, we have extra L's. We have extra U's. You know, we, we spell colour, C-O-L-O-U-R. We spell cancelled, C-A-N-C-E-L-L-E-D, cancelled, travelled, anything like that. <laughs> I'll even go so far with the whole jewellery where we spell it j-e-w-e-l-l-e-r-y we just love extra letters we throw them in everywhere we like these extra letters that usually don't mean anything they don't add anything to it which see i don't agree with that although ari i'll let you explain this because uh, you explained it to me the other day about why the u.s doesn't have those extra letters yeah i think i read it somewhere and i probably should have checked that before i came on but screw it we're both very tired it's when they did telegrams and it would be a charge per letter so if you were sending a telegram and you were being charged per letter for a message it was easier to lose an extra l and to lose a u because it didn't remove the meaning from the word so i believe that is why in america they took away all these extra letters and they never put them back and i can understand that because it's horrible when you're learning the english language and you're trying to understand why there's all these extra letters i won't even go into things like knife beginning with a k i remember struggling with that so much when i was growing up or gnome with a g <laughs> Silent letters, what a horrible, horrible thing they are. So yeah, I know this is not English and American. That was something that always pissed me off in school is that when they wanted you to learn how to spell certain words, they'd be like, sound it out. And you'd be like, well, I don't know how to spell this. And they'd be like, well, sound it out, figure it out for yourself. So I'd sound it out and it would be spelled wrong. And then I'd get points deducted. <laughs> like I asked for your help, you refused. <laughs> not my fault. I remember that. They also used to be like, well, go look it up in the dictionary. And it's like, okay, I've looked for knife in the dictionary and I can't find it. Well, you're not looking under K. It's like, why would I know to look under K? What is that shit about? But what I The English language <laughs> is stupid. That's what's it. What Seriously? I think they went full in with the stupidity with it. But I got to say, you know, with the whole extra letter thing, I actually like the way that the double L looks, yes. even though that's not how we do it. I think it looks better. I do like it, but it does bother me a little bit because you wouldn't say, like you say canceled, not cancel lead. No. You know what I mean? I don't know. It can go either or for me. The letter U though, that's just random. I can't, I can't stand behind that. You don't need it. Doesn't add anything. We don't want to go to Wales then where a lot of their places start with L-L, like L-L-A-N. And I think it's, it's pronounced clan. I might be wrong, but I'm sure there's a I don't, I don't know Welsh, but there's some weird ones where it's like double L. It might be double L-Y, something like that in Welsh. It, it's it's pronounced completely different than what you expect. So, All right. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah. I will I will say, though, another example of like the whole you thing is dialogue versus dialogue. I guess I should spell it considering that this is audio. <laughs> like the U.S. spells it D-I-A-L-O-G. Which not a lot of people know, I don't think, because pretty much everybody spells it D-I-A-L-O-G-U-E, which is technically the UK spelling. So I don't think that a lot of people realize the main differences of it. Personally, I like the UK spelling. Yeah, I suppose it, it does look nicer in a way. But again, when you're learning it and you're just like, why am I adding on extra letters that don't mean anything, that don't help at all? 
Although, let's add, I'll add an extra caveat with how good that is. If you're writing a paper and you want to pad it out, those extra letters sort of expand. <laughs> you throw in extra L's and U's and, and, and you know, U-E at the end of things, it's going to stretch that document a lot bigger. <laughs> so. It is. It really is. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's let's move off the slight changes and we'll go to some really bigger ones. Apparently, yeah, you guys say vacation and we don't do that. We say holiday. You go on holiday. Are you going on holiday today? Yeah, I'm going on holiday. No, I'm going on vacation. We do say like vacation time, like, oh, are you booking like vacation time at work? But we don't actually go, I'm going on vacation. See, that doesn't make any sense to me because when we say holiday, we're talking about like the holidays. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, all that stuff. Holiday and going away aren't interchangeable. They have nothing to do with each other. I mean, unless you're going away for the holidays, but you wouldn't say I'm going on holiday for the holiday. That sounds ridiculous. I think the reason it doesn't work over here is because we don't have a million holidays. We don't obviously have Thanksgiving. We don't have Independence Day because everyone has Independence Day from us. We don't consider Halloween a holiday. It's literally just Christmas and that's it. I mean, obviously we have our back holidays and everything, but it's, yeah, we don't have all these holidays that you guys have to celebrate. In which case, it's just the Christmas holidays. I mean, to be fair, I kind of agree with you on that because we need to celebrate everything for some reason, and I don't know why. And I mean, I love Thanksgiving. I think that's one of my favorite holidays because it there's no stress to it. You just get together with your family and friends and you just have a nice time and catch up and all that fun stuff. But the idea behind Thanksgiving, you know, looking back on American history, don't really agree with it. But I didn't realize you didn't You know what? That makes a lot of sense that you wouldn't have Thanksgiving again because of American history. Why would I never knew? How long have I known you? And I never knew that you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Canada has Thanksgiving. They're just a month early. Well, I guess they're not early. They're they're in October. Ours is in November. Yeah, no. It's like Independence Day. I've had people say like, oh, do you not celebrate Independence Day? And it's like, we don't have an Independence Day. Everybody else has an Independence Day from us. I mean, seriously, go on Wiki and like countries that have got their independence from Britain. It's it's upsetting and very, it's very sobering. So yeah, no, the only, the only thing is I live in Northern Ireland and obviously St. Patrick's Day is big, but I don't think it's as big as it is in America. I mean, yes, there's the odd, like a lot of towns have like a St. Patrick's Day parade but obviously we're in Ireland it's freezing so in March it's often raining and cold and just dreary and people do they still go out and you know if you're lucky enough you can if you live close enough that you can just look out the window at it rather than going out into the cold but even then it's it lasts about an hour and then everybody goes home there's not this huge I mean I have seen some of the photos of the parades of the St. Patrick's Day in America it's like St. Patrick's was from Ireland and we don't do this. It's so funny. It's because we have to celebrate everything and we got to make it a big to-do and pretty much any excuse for us to drink. I don't drink. I don't agree with it. But just in general, if they, if we can find something to drink about, we will turn it into a big to-do. It's ridiculous. This whole episode just kind of took like a different turn. <laughs> We're just going to be talking about, we'll, we'll talk about the, the language, but we'll also probably just throw in some general terms as well and random oh. differences. So, yeah. But I feel like you're you're just kind of like, oh, here in the UK, I don't know why we do this. And I'm like, here in the US, I don't know why we do that. <laughs> just, we're just shitting on our own countries, not even necessarily discussing the differences. <laughs> Although speaking of, one of the major differences that blew my mind when Ari and I had this conversation a long time ago, we have different jam. I think I like we have jam and jelly, 
but Ari's jelly is the equivalent to our jello and your jam is different from our jam somehow, I think. What do you put on a peanut butter and jam sandwich? What would that be for you? What would you call that? You in- could use jam or jelly. See, for us, <laughs> our jelly, I think you're right. I think your jello, is it like the mold, wobbly, brightly yes. coloured that you have yeah. at like a kid's party? That is our yep. jelly. So you would not, try, you couldn't even spread it. You could not spread no. that on, on a sandwich. <laughs> our jam is where you take like strawberries and raspberries and you mash them up with sugar and you strain them and then you make a, a spreadable sweet thing. And that is our jam. So I think that's your jelly. <laughs> But that's also our jam. I don't really know the major differences between jam and jelly over here. It's just that jam is, sounds like your jam. It's, you know, the straight up fruit and it's all mashed together. But then our jelly is also the same thing, probably with a crap ton of sugar added. And it's like a much different consistency. It's still spreadable, but it's, it's like in between jam and jello, pretty much. It's like that type of consistency. It's really, it's not great. I'm not a huge fan of jelly. I prefer jam. So you just don't have jello. At, well, you do have jello. It's just jelly. Yeah. And we just have, I mean, our jams are different. We've obviously got seedless jam and seeded jam. And depending on how you make it and how posh it is, you might get a very smooth, spreadable jam or a very kind of lumpy jam. But it's still called jam. I don't know why you'd need an extra word if it's a little bit different. And all of our jam is full of sugar because that's how it's made. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so is so is ours. But I think over here, jam is technically healthier than jelly. And jello, in my opinion, is just gross. But I'm a really picky eater anyway. So I guess take what I say with a grain of salt. It's so weird. It's, it's weird. As, as we've known each other, we just find out these things as we talk. Or in my case, it's also we, we watch a lot of American TV because it's almost all American TV these days that seems to have come over here. I don't know if the British just don't make anything anymore <laughs> or don't make anything good. Not saying that everything that comes out of America is good. But yeah, the, the one that got me was the potato chips or just chips is our crisps because our chips are what you would get with fish and chips you know when you take a potato and you chop it into pieces and make it as chips but then your chips are fries is that right yeah well i mean the fish and chips that we have over here it it is like they're like potato wedges i think so they are technically fries but they're cut as like potato wedges Okay, that's weird. Our potato wedges are big, like like you literally cut a potato into like three or four pieces and it's a huge chunky thing and that is a potato wedge. Then you've got chips where you cut the potato into smaller pieces and that's chips. Then you've got fries where they're thin, like our fries are just French fries. They're just what you get from McDonald's, the thin ones. They're not, I mean, they're a type of chip, but they're not chips, it's fries. But I think if you had thicker ones, you would still call them fries. And do you even use the word crisps? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't use crisps at all unless unless there's something I'm missing. But as far as I know, no, we don't use the term crisps. There are different types of chips that are called crisps because of the way that they're made. Because there are different types of potato chips. Not only do we have many different flavors, but we have different types of cuts for that. Like we have waffle chips. They, I, there are um, a type of potato chip that are called like whatever the flavor is and then it says crisps because they're really like thin and flaky. But I think that's just the way that they're made. I don't think it's saying that these are like UK crisps. 
I don't think it has anything to do with that. But also, like, we love potatoes over here. So I think, like, we have, like, the regular French fries, like, that you would get at McDonald's, like, the really thin ones. But then we have, like, the thicker ones that are potato wedges. We have waffle fries. We have curly fries. We have spicy fries. We got fries galore. We got potatoes galore. I mean, hash browns, tater tots. Ari's making faces. <laughs> yeah, I never I never cared for hash browns. I've never had tater tots. Obviously, I live in Ireland. Freaking love potatoes. But they have things like potato cakes. Which... What the heck is that? <laughs> which is it's weird because it's not a cake and it doesn't look like a potato. It's like, I can't even explain it. If you if you listen to this on YouTube, I might be adding pictures to a lot of this to explain things. It's it's like a piece of thin... I, I can't explain it. Potato cake. Type in potato cake. But if, as, as I said, if you listen to this on YouTube, I will put some pictures on. And you can fry it. You can toast it. It's savoury. It's not, you know, it's not a cake. It's not sweet. It's it's savoury and it's, it's weird. Do you have a name for it? Have you seen it, Rachel? It looks like a hash brown. <laughs> I guarantee it's not because we have hash browns. You just said uh, you don't like hash browns, but it's it looks like a hash. It does. It looks like a hash brown. Yeah, well, think we have hash browns or whatever our hash brown is. It's different than that. So I mean, I it took me a long time to realize Uh waffle because for not everybody I appreciate, but over here waffles were a potato based like grid. You wouldn't have it for breakfast. It wouldn't be a treat. You wouldn't put ice cream on it or anything. It was. It was like potatoes, just fried in a grid shape. And then I found out about waffles like America, where it's this big round waffle maker made thing and it's sweet. And it's like, that was weird. But apparently there are stuff like that over here. So that might just be me and my inability to notice things. Our waffles are just pancakes, but in a waffle shape. That's pretty much what it is. There's really no major difference between the two. Although I guess waffles are crispier. Pancakes are fluffier. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I said our, our waffles that I knew, all our potato waffles, you'd have it with like, you know, I don't fucking know. I don't cook. <laughs> but you'd have it with beans and chips. So much potato. I cook either. Why do our conversations always go back to food? Because <laughs> we're both very hungry. Probably. Yeah. So Rachel made some notes for things as well that I wasn't even aware of. So you have cookies and we have biscuits, but we have cookies, but they're a specific type of biscuit. A cookie is usually got like, it's like a little round biscuit and it's got chocolate chips in or, you know, Smarties in it or something. It's That's the cookie. It's a very specific type of biscuit, you know? Wait. Like a digestive is a type of biscuit. A cookie is a type of biscuit. You just described a chocolate chip cookie and an M&M cookie. Well, we just call them both cookies. You just said they were biscuits. A cookie is a biscuit. It's like saying a ship and a yacht. They're both boats, you know? you know a dinghy and a ship they're both boats same thing it's like we've got bourbons and digestives and ginger nuts they're all biscuits they're just types of biscuits so if you say i want a biscuit what would you like i'll have a cookie that's what we would do what's your biscuit why don't you just say i want a cookie because they might not have cookies they might only have random biscuits so you say do you want a biscuit it's like yeah okay it's like which one do you want it's like, oh what have you got cookies oh i love cookies or they'll just bring out a plate of biscuit but what are the biscuits biscuit is the umbrella term for that type of it's like cake what is cake cake is it's cheesecake or chocolate cake or gatto or, or wedding cake cake is the umbrella term that certain types of sweet treats go under um i found that out that apparently a cake not exactly but um when a biscuit goes off 
If you leave a biscuit out, it goes soft. If you leave cake out, it goes hard. And that's how you can differentiate between cake and biscuit. I feel like that is such an unnecessary step. If you go into a bakery and say, I want a biscuit, and they say, well, what kind? We have these cookies. Say, I want a cookie. Why don't you just say, I want a cookie? I think it's because when we when we buy biscuits, you can buy them in a multi-pack where it's just like a box of biscuits. And you might get shortbread in there. You might get some jabby dodgers. You might get some cookies. You don't... Or you like, can get a box of cookies. Yes, yeah, of course. Get a of box of cookies. flavored cookies. But if we're in the grocery store, which we don't call it a grocery store, we call it a supermarket... We say, oh, do you want some biscuits? Yeah, let's go grab some biscuits. And then you just pick what you want. You don't say, I'm going to go get some cookies because that's very specific. It's like sweets. Get- sweet is the umbrella term. And then you can decide <laughs> if you want. If someone offers you a biscuit, the answer is, yes, I want a biscuit, please. You don't have this big dis- debate about whether it's a cookie. If someone brings you out a jammy dodger, you're going to eat a jammy dodger because they're great too. Do you have jammy dodgers over there? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a picture of a jammy dodger so that Rich will understand. I got to backtrack for a second. You were like, we don't call them grocery stores. We call them supermarkets. Supermarket is a boomer term. Okay. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. You are trending. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Many people call them supermarkets over here. But I mean, as a millennial, like only a certain demographic calls them supermarkets. Well, we all of the people over here call them supermarkets. <laughs> I I might be an older millennial, right at the right at the tippy top end, but no. I mean, to us, groceries are very specific. It's more like when we say groceries, it's almost always food. Whereas most grocery stores, I assume, or like our supermarkets, you know, you've got food and electronics and clothes and baby wipes and all sorts. That's what our supermarket is. It's a supermarket that's got loads of stuff. So you can go get your stationery and your gift wrap and your Christmas turkey. And then you can go and get some Bermuda shorts for going on vacation. I know. <laughs> that's our BJs. <laughs> We're not going to touch that one. <laughs> Seriously, BJs? Well, yeah, yeah. I think it stands for Berkeley Jensen, whoever invented BJ's. We know what BJ's are. But it's like, no, I know that. I know what you're thinking of. There's also, I mean, I don't think there's a BJ's everywhere. I think some places have Costco, but it's like this giant warehouse and it has groceries in it. It has clothes, books, pretty much everything. That sounds like what you're describing. Our grocery stores literally just have food. I mean, sometimes you can find like hy- like you have like your hygiene products and sometimes they have a little book kiosk or something like that. But for the most part, it's just all food. You see, we have Costco or something like Costco, but that's even bigger than the supermarket. And the supermarket is literally our basic shop. You just go and you'll pick up lots of random things. The Costco is, I think it's where you have to have a membership card and it's literally like you're buying because it's the apocalypse. So you would go yeah. and get like 14 litres of jam <laughs> or five gallons of mayonnaise. That is the sort of thing you would get at Costco. Whereas the supermarket, you would literally just go in and buy a pack of pens and then your veggies and then your fat food and then you'd buy some new socks and then you'd go and get nappies. I don't know what people buy um, and do that. So they're not, I mean, our supermarkets are not massive. But then I said, if there is Costco somewhere, I don't know where they are. I've never seen one. So it must be somewhere deep, deep in a different area. You know, I've never seen a Costco either, to be honest. I know they exist. People go there all the time. I've seen it on the internet and everybody knows that 
everything on the internet is correct and true. But okay, so that's that's interesting. So you do have like those big warehouse things that, yeah, I mean, preparing for the apocalypse, that's, that's an excellent way to describe those places. But you have supermarkets that have, it's like an in-between that and grocery stores, which yeah. we don't necessarily have that. We just have like the grocery stores or we just have like a one-stop shop that you just buy in bulk. Yeah, because like our supermarkets aren't for buying in bulk. It's literally so when we used to have little shops, so you'd have the green grocers and you'd have the butchers and you'd have the bakery. And then obviously corporations went, you know what, let's put all these people out of business and make a big place so that if you're going to the shops and you're having to pick up your pet food and your groceries and you need to get school supplies and you want to get your toiletries and all this, you could do it under one roof. And that's what they would do. Obviously, thankfully, we do still have like bakeries and butchers and everything, says the vegetarian. But yeah. But they're not like, you wouldn't go in and buy things in bulk. If you wanted to do that, you go to Costco. But I think the difference is, again, this is just from what I'm aware of and not every every place. I know American homes, a lot of American homes, or some, let's not say, let's not say a lot. Some American homes are massive <laughs> compared to British homes. And like, it seems to be quite normal for people to have like basements or cellars, is what we call it, and like huge attics and like like laundry rooms. We don't have that stuff. We are, are I don't even know. I'm just going to have a quick check. What is the average house space? What's it called? Square house. Footage. Oh, the square feet? Yeah. Oh, or, well, UK wait, you house. use different measurements, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones who use some sort of, I don't even know what this I, I, is. I will use square feet. The average UK home size is 828 square feet, right? Okay. Averaging one to two bedrooms. So the average home for, for US houses, let's see, it might be similar. <laughs> the average, it apparently was 909, but uh, that was back in 1949. It is now, according uh, up to 2021, uh, 2,480 square feet. So you're like double ours. So we wouldn't have buying in bulk because we wouldn't have the freaking space. <laughs> if we had a giant basement or a huge garage or a laundry room, I would probably buy in bulk and, and save money. But when you've barely got enough space in your kitchen for the essentials, you aren't going to buy bulk. Oh, we need that toilet paper in case we get another pandemic, Ari. We got to buy in bulk. And before the pandemic, the reason for buying I don't, in bulk? I don't know. I, I really, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, because I do, I have a basement and I have a laundry room in the basement. <laughs> Just really a pain in the butt to bring my laundry like up and down two flights of stairs. Like, come on, people. I'm getting old. I just, I can't, I need like a laundry chute or something. But yeah, wow. And I mean, the thing is to have a house that's like the average square foot of what's in the UK, I would kill for that because that here is like almost a million dollars. It's ridiculous. I was, dude, I was driving the other day when uh when the kid I babysit, we were going to riding and my GPS took me a, like the back roads and we went through this area that had massive houses. They were ginormous. And when I got home, I Googled one of the houses. I, I don't remember how many square feet it was, but it was like six bedrooms, six and a half bathrooms. And it was over $3 million. It's like, that's ridiculous. Who needs that? 
that's a little bit off topic, but I mean, that just goes to show like they built a, a house just a street down from me. There's no yard. There's barely a driveway. There's nothing. And it's well over. It's like a million and a half dollars. And I'm like, what are you what are you getting with that amount of money? It's crazy. That ridiculous. is crazy, especially because about a couple of years ago, and I'm talking only like three years ago or four years ago, we were looking at a house that had four bedrooms. It was a, it was a doer upper, but not massively. It had four bedrooms and out built like a like an outside barn obviously an outside barn indoor indoor barn it had a big barn that could be used for like a workshop and sort of like two acres for like 195,000 oh my god I'd kill for that that's it's amazing like, you know I mean even recently there was um, a five bedroom bungalow which bungalows go quick because obviously especially as people get older they don't want places with stairs where you went up and down and it had really big gardens and two bathrooms and that was like 200 grand and that's like people go wow that's a lot and then you look at your you know your millions and you're like yeah no i mean obviously if yeah. you went to belfast it'd be a lot more expensive you know you get one one bedroom flat with a shared toilet for everybody in the building and it's like you know 400 grand i don't think it's that bad <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it's kind of crazy the cost but i gotta backtrack for a second did you say that house was a doer upper yeah it's a fixer upper fixer upper that is actually one of the words i, I oh okay the words. i was like is that another difference between us? no that's just me being rubbish can't remember my own words <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh That's this episode it. is becoming really long screw it you guys decided to listen to us so you're locked in well i mean regardless i say sidewalk ari says pavement but pavement is another word for cement no this is not over here we just call it cement we don't need two words for a lot of things i can't say it for everything because we do sometimes need two words but yeah we we're fine with just the one word because a paving slab a paving slab is a like a square of probably concrete you know like hardened <laughs> concrete and that's what they paved the roads and the, you know the sidewalks with so it became a pavement and it's called pavement mm. spelt with a v but everyone says pavement like it's got th in there i don't know why oh or maybe it's just me it could just be me again <laughs> but I, I i think i think everyone just pronounces things weird like that well see i mean because i think we say sidewalk because that's where the people walk like the cars and the bikes do not go on the sidewalk whereas everything is pavement like I, if you I say know. pavement, you could also be talking about the road. I know it's it's you and your fall to our autumn leaves fall <laughs> down. You know, I don't know if that's even true. It might have a, a deeper meaning, but it's still funny that you guys use things like that. If that is the I, case, I no, I I don't understand why we have spring, summer, winter, fall, or autumn. Like, why do we have two words for one season? Just the one specific season, too. It's not even like, why don't we have two words for spring or summer or winter? I don't get it. I don't understand why. I, and I use fall. I say fall all the time rather than autumn because that's just what I'm used to. But I prefer autumn. I don't know why we say fall, I think. And it probably is because we're like, oh, the leaves fall. That probably is the reason why. I wouldn't be surprised. Or maybe it's just like, you know, people are like, oh, I don't know how to spell autumn. Because we threw an N on there. You know, it's like autumn and then threw an N on. You know, we added all these extra letters to make life difficult for everybody. So I can understand why people be like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not learning that. That's just shit. Fall. Fall it is. You guys have jaywalking. Obviously, we have the concept of jaywalking. We just don't call it jaywalking. Nobody even knew what that was. And to be honest, you don't really get done for that. <laughs> Unless you're walking across the motorway or something. That's that's a big no-no. You're not supposed to do that. But yeah, everybody just, just randomly crosses the road. I mean, if there's a, if there's a traffic lights and everything, I very specifically use traffic lights because I have seen too many close calls. But no, you will 
if you're ever visiting the UK, you will just find people randomly stepping out into the road and you've got to be sharp with your driving and be ready to slam the brakes on and hope that the guy behind is not so close that he's going to go into the back of you because, yeah, crossing the road randomly where there's no signal is constant over here. It's just what we do. It's constant over here too. It's ridiculous the amount of people that just jaywalk in the middle of the road and we have the signals for the lights, but nobody knows how they freaking work. They push the button. And then I think they just assume that the walking signal is going to appear right away so that when it doesn't, they push it again and again and again. And then when it still doesn't appear, they just assume it's broken. So they just jaywalk and they they leave and just go. And then by the time they're gone, the walking signal appears and all these cars are just stuck sitting at the intersection because they have to. But also, I think jaywalking also refers to people not using the crosswalk. I don't think it's necessarily them crossing the road when they're not supposed to. I think it's also if they cross the road not on a crosswalk. I think that's technically jaywalking. They're on a crosswalk, even if they're stopping traffic for no reason whatsoever. I think that's technically fine because they're pedestrians and they have the right of way. But I think if jaywalking is without using the crosswalk... I believe. Oh yeah, we never use the crosswalk. It's literally wherever you step out into the road, that is where you cross. Because we don't have that many crossings. And sometimes it's like two feet down and you think, do I really want to walk that far? I'll just cross here. And sometimes it's in a bad place and it's almost deadly. So yeah, it, it's literally, you just cross wherever the hell you want. As long as it's not at the worst possible point, like a junction. Now you said intersection. Now, I don't know if that's like a specific type of junction because we don't say intersection, we just say junction. It's literally where one road meets another road and you, you know, turn. But yeah, and that, yeah, we will just walk into the road and usually you'll, you'll even get people walking halfway in the road and then wait in as the traffic's like moving across yes you know, oh that's such a pisser oh we do that a lot it's, <laughs> it's very very common in fact using the crossing is less common oh my god yeah take your i hand, mean that's a, like that's like some areas here yeah that that happens here too but it's it's annoying when you're the one driving and you almost hit somebody and it's like great like I almost killed you and I'd be at fault for it. That's what that's what bothers me about it. Oh, these are fun. They they are. Do you want to keep going? I mean, we have been recording for almost an hour. I'm fine I with think. that. I, to be fair, I okay. can always I can always pull some of these out and put them in a bonus, or we'll just have a really long <laughs> weird episode. Yeah, the one you guys have is you say resume resume and we say cv which means curriculum vitae because apparently every now and then we like to throw latin in there and i don't know why because nobody <laughs> learns latin anymore but yeah um we use those terms interchangeably i think because we also have cv unless cv is something else no, to you fill in your details and send it to an employer a possible employer that's what a cv is you know when you put like my i got these grades for school and this is my previous jobs that's what a cv is see a lot of job applications they'll just be like you know send your cv or resume and then i've seen some that say send your cv and resume and i'm like oh, i don't yes. even know what a cv is so i don't i always learned that cv was and resume were the same thing it's just you guys call it resume but again are you using the same two words for the same thing it's like why do you keep doing that i don't know I don't know. So you got rid of extra letters and then just added on extra words? Apparently so. We just need to make things way more difficult because... Just because. Just to piss everybody off. Why not? 
I've said the next one always, I don't know, because you you would say it and I, w- I would get like hackles up because you call it horseback riding. And it's like, what other part of the horse do you ride? We just call it horse riding. Do you say camelback riding, elephant back riding? Or do you just say, you know, riding on a camel, camel riding or donkey riding? I don't know. I just caught you know, riding in the car. I just, you know, it's like, where else would you ride on the horse hanging from its neck? I just don't get it. You know, I got to agree with you on that one because I don't even know why it's called horseback riding. But I got to be honest, I don't even use that term. I always just say riding. The reason I, when I explain that I go riding to people, I always have to start off with horseback riding because if I just say riding to begin with, they're like, oh, what are you riding? And I mean, I'm t- I take the kid that I babysit. She's the one that rides, not me. And I'm like, oh, she's going for her motorcycle license. What you, like, what do you, llama back riding. <laughs> So I always have to like explain horseback riding. I don't know why we say horseback and not just horse riding. I don't I don't know. I got I gotta agree with you on that one. I don't know. And I think probably, you know what? I think it might stem from the fact that obviously when you go riding, you have a saddle, you got the saddle pad, you got all this equipment that goes on the horse to ride, but then there's also bareback riding. So I think it's just like if you don't have the equipment, it's bareback riding. If you do have the equipment, it's horseback riding because but i guess you're doing it properly both. you're still riding a horse in horse in both because we use bareback riding for riding without the saddle but it's still horse riding it's bareback horse riding listen i didn't come into this episode saying that we made sense that's <laughs> i don't know i don't know finally i'll say finally because we'll we'll let all of you guys go unless you're enjoying this which hopefully you are. We say, I'm looking at the I wasn't and I sure even... if this was something that you guys do, but everything I've, whenever I watch any American TV, or women are like, oh, I need my purse. And they grab their handbag. Like, oh, I forgot my purse. And they'll grab it and walk off. And then when they're taking the money out, they're, it's pulling out of their wallet. So is the purse, the big bag and the wallet, the small one that has the money in? Or is, I don't know, because it always seemed to be that way whenever I watched it. Wait, so what do you guys call it? Because you're right. A wallet is the small thing that holds the money. And then a purse is the, the big bag. But we also call it a handbag. We also call it a pocketbook. Oh, I've heard pocketbook. And that threw me because I was sure that was like a little pocket notebook. So when someone said, where's my pocketbook? And they handed them a bag and then they just put it on. I'm like, well, do you not want your pocketbook that's obviously in your bag? But no, we have a handbag and that is the bag that you have like lots of things in. Like that's, that's a handbag is a woman's bag. Men don't really have handbags. They might have a messenger bag or anything. And that is the bag that women always carry with all their bits of pieces in. And then the purse, again, it's, that's a very female thing. Women have purses, men have wallets. I don't know why it's gendered, but it is. So women have a purse and that's where we keep our money. And men's wallets, they're almost very specific. It's almost always like a piece of folded material that mostly holds notes and cards. Whereas a woman's purse might have zippered parts for coins and cards and all that. So if you held out two different things and said that this is a purse, this is a wallet, it's very specific what it would look like. So when people say it's a wallet, it's like, well, you got your husband's wallet. Obviously, it's just a word and anyone can have it, but that's what it means over here. Oh, okay. I mean, it's the same thing over here too. Like men, they just carry their wallets around in their back pocket because they have pants that actually have pockets and they're deep pockets. We don't get that over here. So yeah, women have purses or handbags or pocketbooks, but while they carry pretty much everything because we're women and I mean, I can't, well, I can't speak for everybody, but 
I overpack. I don't even have a purse. I have a backpack that I carry around because I don't like purses. I don't like the over the shoulder thing. I have a backpack, but inside my backpack, I have my wallet and that's where all my money is. It's a 101 Dalmatians wallet. It's very cute. Again, multiple words for the same freaking thing. We just have handbag and purse. So purse has your money, handbag holds the purse and all the other crap. I have to admit, I am also a bit, I used to be quite a big packer of, it's like, just in case, I'll take, just in case things were in my bag all the time until I forced myself to not do that. And I got rid of my handbags and I just got one. It's like a little triangle bag and it's literally, it crosses the body because I do not agree with putting a handbag on one shoulder. First of all, you end up hoisting your shoulder up to keep it up. Not good for the shoulder, the neck or anything like that. Second of all, perfect for arseholes to steal it from you. Nope, not having that either. So I have a cross the body one and it's literally, it'll fit my purse, my mobile, which you call cell phone, a tiny notepad. And that's about it. And it's forced me to stop taking everything with me on the off chance I need it. Okay, so in my backpack, I agree with you. I, I prefer the crossbody over the one shoulder, but even the crossbody bothers me. I just don't like the way it feels because I have sensory issues. So I always have the, the backpack. And then if I'm in a crowded area, I'll put the backpack in front of me. So I have like eat, so I can keep an eye on it pretty much. But in my backpack, this is part of the reason why I carry a backpack is because I do overpack things. I have my medicine in there. I have my wallet. I have my notebook. I have pens, lots of pens, because what if I'm out? and it runs out of ink while I'm writing in my notebook. I have hand lotion, I have hand sanitizer, I have snacks because I get hungry depending on how late, how long I'm going to be out of the house for. So I have snacks, I have a pack of gum. I still carry a mask around with me just in case because you just never know. Yeah, I have I, my crystals are in there, tissues. I have everything. I just... <laughs> I don't even really use tissues. I don't have much of a need for them, but I carry them anyway. I did carry like first aid stuff in there once upon a time. And then I got a first aid kit and that just stays in my car now. So it's a little lighter. That's it. You just, you end up filling it. It's the whatever principle it is where it will fill the space. You fill the space you have. And I used to have a huge messenger bag that I would use and it carried everything. And because there was space to to fill, I would be like, well, I might as well take a pair of scissors in case I need it. I might as well take, you know, that book that I haven't read and, and something else and something. And it was just, it was just ridiculous. And because as you said, we don't have pockets, so we need a freaking bag. And then every now and then you go, oh, but your partner goes, oh, can you carry that for you? Oh, well, can you, will it fit in your bag? And it's like, no, it won't. So I just kind of stopped that because I had it with family members and friends. It's like, could you put it in your bag? No, no, I can't put it in your goddamn pocket. All of your millions of pockets you've got. So I know, yeah. really, yeah. And I, I want to be clear that my backpack isn't like a school backpack. It's not like a hike, hiking backpack. It's not like one of those big giant ones. It's just a little, it's like a purse-sized backpack. I'm not going crazy, like going out and about running errands with this ginormous backpack strapped to me. Just, I just need to throw that out there. I'm not that neurotic. But yeah, yeah, I can't think. I mean, the, we, we have a, a list of way many more of these, so we might make a bonus episode. I might also throw a few of them up on, on the video on YouTube for you to have a look at, because there are so many things that we say differently, aren't there? Like, like I said, we call it a mobile phone or just a mobile. It's like, have you got your mobile? And you guys call it a cell phone. We also um, say mobile too, but like, or mobile, not mobile. I'm, I'm mocking you now. Mobile, mobile phone. Immobile, immobile. Mobile. No, that's just stupid. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I mean, we do, we say that, but like nine times out of 10, people will just say cell phone. Aluminum, 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 aluminum. 
okay, okay. I heard that for the first time. I was scrolling on TikTok and that comedian Matt Reif popped up on my feed again. And he was arguing with someone in his audience who was British and she buys aluminum for her job. I don't know what type of job that is, but she said she buys aluminum and she said it. How did you say it? Aluminium. No. No, just, just no. He was like, this is the conversation that he was having with her. He was like, no, that's not, you guys got to throw in extra letters. You got to throw in extra syllables. It's crazy. Although, and then he, he was like, there's not even an extra I. And then he looked it up and he realized that he was the one spelling it wrong. But still, still, there are so many words that have silent letters and aluminum should just be one of those words. Not saying to get rid of the extra letters, but just you threw in too many syllables. It just doesn't know. No, no. And then you just changed it. You went, you know what? We're going to take this and then we're just going to hack at it and change it all. No. I know. It's like, it's like there was one of the listeners, like we say anti-clockwise and apparently you say counterclockwise. That's a few extra words and letters. Anti, anti-clockwise, clockwise, anti-clockwise, forward, backwards. And you call it counterclockwise. Anti and counter are the same amount of syllables, Ari. We're not adding anything extra. You're adding extra letters. <laughs> Lot oh. more letters. Oh, okay. Well, all right. That's fair. Yeah, I don't say anti clock. No, that doesn't. Oh, we have alliteration. Okay. <laughs> that. You like that, do you? I do like alliteration. Alliteration's fun. Um, but I think, listen, I never said that everything that we did is right. I'm just saying that you're also not always right. That's all. <laughs> I don't want to pull this card, but I am English and the language is known as English. So technically, please don't flame me for that. That was a joke, people. I I mean, I'm not actually that bad. You're not wrong. I mean, it used to be called the Queen's English. I don't know if we're now calling it the King's English. I don't know. It was that it was I always didn't know. The Queen, it, it's the Queen's English. That's why it's, you know. But huh. we don't have a Queen anymore. So, yeah, I don't know if that's been changed. So. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. This was Alrighty. I guess we should then. let our listeners go. I guarantee most of them have already left. <laughs> if you're still listening right now, just comment immediately and say, I stayed until... Aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> and you better spell it right. Because <laughs> yeah. Ari will be checking. I will. I will be checking. But yes, yes. I, I agree. I think you should put a little, just a, a quick comment or something to show that you stayed to the end, even if you stopped at this exact point. And with that, let's turn it over to you guys. If you are still here, what words are you aware that are different between the uh, American English and the British English? Are there any that really surprised you? Are there any that you prefer from one country to the other? Let us know. And also, any other countries that um, that speak English, what words do you use that the British English and American English don't use? We, we, we said something, you were like, we don't do that. Let us know. Put it in the comments. Let us have a chat about it. Um, remember, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Next week, we're discussing our favorite episodes from 2023. To ensure you don't miss it, hit the subscribe button on your way out. And as always, thanks for listening to the Mirage Podcast. We'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Empty Notebooks. We keep buying more. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0. 